welcome back to a brand new episode of Talking Shiz. I am your host, CJ. Thank you guys so much for stopping in. Talk about stopping in. Go ahead and stop by the Twitter page, and that is at Talking underscore Shiz. Go ahead and subscribe, follow. Also, Instagram, and that is at Talking underscore Shiz. I do have a TikTok. You can find me on TikTok, and that is Talking Shiz. Also, go ahead and subscribe to the pod page, and that is podpage.com slash Talking Shiz. Go ahead and sign up, and you'll have updates. Every time there's an update, you'll get an update about the show. And the most important thing, do not forget to share, because sharing is caring, folks. So go ahead and share it with as many people as you like. Go ahead and rate and review the show. It costs absolutely nothing to do that. Back by popular demand, I will be having... Halloween episodes next month. You guys loved them last year, so I'm bringing them back this year. I will be telling funny ghost stories, funny Halloween stories, but also, just as last year, I will be telling true haunting tales, spooky stories, ghost stories, supernatural stories. I'm going to search, 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 search to find the best and make sure they are the truest spooky tales. You know, I was talking to my wife the other day, and we were talking about love songs. You know, what would you say is the greatest love song of all time? And I started thinking, I said, you know, with all the love songs, the ones that talk about making love, like A Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You, or Spice Girls, To Become One, Usher, Lloyd. And, you know, it was funny because back in the day, this is how you know it was true R&B, is that they would stand out in the rain, and they would have their shirt off, and they have like a six-pack. And if it was a true R&B song, you would always hear this. Now, that's how you know it's an R&B song. Talking about the, the, the making love songs, I mean, like I said, there's many, many artists out there, and right now I am drawing a blank. One thing I've noticed about the making love songs, the love songs, they set the bar so high. There is a lot of high expectations when it comes to making the love. For example, you got to have a nice romantic dinner that's lit by candlelight. You got to have roses sitting on the table. Champagne chilling on ice, or maybe some wine. You have the soft music playing in the background. The fireplace is roaring. A soft rug sitting in front of the fireplace. Then you have your chocolate-covered strawberries, maybe some whipped cream, some type of dessert delicacy. The rose petals on the bed, and you want to follow that up with a nice bubble bath. Oh, welcome to Talking Shiz After Dark. Now, after all that planning to put this perfect evening, this romantical evening into place, we're going into the bedroom and we're going to make love all night long. Now, one thing that the songs do not tell you is the fact that you'll probably have to take a day off of work because you want to make this special, so you're going to have to be running around picking up those special items for that special someone, not even thinking that after you put all this together, more likely you're probably going to end up being tired after all this. I mean, when it comes to these making love songs, 
you have to admit that, yeah, it sounds good on paper, but when you actually put it into life, you know, into real life, it doesn't really go as planned. And you have these high expectations, and when they don't go as planned, it kind of ruins your night. There is a big difference between being married and dating. When you're dating, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, yeah, you can put in some extra effort. But you know if you're married and you have kids, oh, it's a whole different story. When you're married and you're alone with your spouse and you're looking right into each other's eyes and, you know, you give that kind of nod like, oh, yeah, it's go time. And when that mood is just perfect, all of a sudden you hear, uh, Dad, Dad, my brother hit me. Dad, can I have a snack? Can I have a glass of water? And do you know what happened to the mood? It drove by your house, it waved at you, and kept on going. Finally, when that mood is right, you're in that heat of passion, and all of a sudden, one shot, you're out for the night. Over there singing all night long. They should be singing 10 to 15 minutes long. If that. I don't know if you guys have seen this. At first, I'll be honest, I thought it was a joke. It's like, nah, this can't be real. This cannot be real. This is a real product, and it's called the Jewel Cooler. If you don't know what the Jewel Cooler is, it is a device that you hook up to your air vent in your car, to your AC, and it has a hose and this little flat part that you stick up your shorts. And the premise of this invention is to cool off your junk. Is this a necessity? Was this a need? Is there a big issue with sweaty balls now that I'm not aware of? Because I don't sweat that much down in the man region. Is sweaty balls an issue? So it looks like a phone case that hooks on to your vent in your car or snaps on, whatever. And then it has like this little vacuum cleaner hose. And then there's this little flat part. So you take this hose and you stick it up your shorts. So while you're driving in the summertime, you have this cold air blowing on your testicles. I think that if you are having a sweaty ball issue, like it's raining, like it's a rainforest or a waterfall down there, you might want to go see a physician just to have your neither regions checked out, make sure there's nothing wrong with you, instead of trying to stick a hose up your shorts just to cool them off. All I can say is like this product is nuts. The inventor of the Jewel Cooler actually pitched this on Shark Tank. I bet those judges had a ball out of that invention. Have you guys heard about this guy that went anal when he was accused of cheating at chess? Chess grandmaster accused of using a sex toy to cheat to win against world's top player. <laughs> How desperate do you gotta be to cheat at chess? The story goes, rumors are circulating that a 19-year-old chess grandmaster used vibrating anal beads. <laughs> so, so, okay, so he used vibrating anal beads. He also used AI to defeat the world's current top chess player. Okay, question. Did he have to practice before he, he had to go against this guy, you know, before the match? I would assume he would have to because... Any type of vibrating objects in certain areas of your body, I would think that you would make some type of faces, right? I would think some type of goofy-ass facial expression would be on his face, or maybe the ugly cry facial expression. Just some type of expression. 
I'm just wondering, how long did he have to practice without making any type of facial expression? I mean, that's like a Rocky montage, like the Eye of the Tiger type montage, just trying to keep your face normal. The really unique part about this story is that he was using AI. He was using a computer to help him make his moves. So the computer would send the buzzes out. <laughs> which I don't know how you could decipher that. That's like some type of Morse code. And that's how he would make his moves when he was playing against his opponent is that he would decipher these buzzes. And <laughs> I, 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 that's the unique part about this whole story is how he deciphered these messages <laughs> through the buzzes. The 19-year-old chess prodigy rejects the accusation that he cheated to win over his competitor on September the 4th at a tournament in St. Louis. The tournament featured a $350,000 prize pool for chess. $350,000 to play chess? I am in the wrong business. I should have learned this type of skill. He is a five-time chess grand champion. He was made famous for being a chess phenomenon since the age of 13. The chess master denies the claims against him, saying that he was not cheating, he was not using AI, and he was not using vibrating anal beats to beat the grand champion. The chess master said, and I quote, If they want me stripped naked, I will strip naked and show them. I don't care because I know I'm clean. I'll give him some credit. The way he did it, it was very inventive. As the investigation continues, the, the, <laughs> I guess the judges, I don't know who, who's investigating this, but they're not able to find conclusive evidence. The folks who are investigating this incident, they said that his win was very abnormal. That's why this investigation is still continuing. I wonder if you can use this technique in playing other games like checkers, Monopoly, Yahtzee, maybe poker, goldfish. And now I think about it. Would this be considered a sports enhancement type ordeal? A sports enhancer, if you will. If this is considered a sports enhancer, can you use it in baseball, basketball, hockey, football, NASCAR? Polo? Can you use it in any, in any other sports? Just like a chess master grand champion, it's a checkmate for this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And don't forget to be the best you because you are the best you. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. As a famous philosopher once said, people say money is not the key to happiness. But I have always figured if you have enough money, you can have a key made. See you guys next time on Talkin' Shiz.